Today on the News and Why It Matters, top story leading all of the headlines uh, today. Glenn Beck is back in studio. Shut up. Yay. It's a rare appearance. So excited that you're back. Uh, We've also got Jeffrey Epstein, the Clinton body count. And uh, (laughs) what? No, no. I no. I'm not making fun of that. Clinton body count? We've got a lot to get into with that. we do. Mm. Might Uh, kill you for it, but... I would like to state, just before we start the show, to state very quickly, none of us know anything about the Clintons. None of us. Nothing. Nothing. Not a word. And I love the mob. I love them up, if they existed. Love them. Also, the Democrats talk gun control in Iowa. Mm. Got a lot coming up, and it starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez, point of personal privilege. Uh, She, her. I will just let everyone know that right now. Thank you. Um, uh, Today, before we get started, I want to thank our sponsor, American Financing. American Financing is a company that I've worked with for a very long time. Ten years? Yeah, we're past the ten-year mark of the the great meltdown of 08. Uh, They called me. They wanted me to do advertising for them. And I said, I don't believe in any of you guys. You're all scams. Call me after the collapse. Most people didn't even believe me about the collapse. They did. They said, no, we believe it's coming, and we're not part of it. I said, call me after the collapse. We'll see how you did. Well, their clients didn't have a problem because they just won't put you into a risky loan. They're not doing it. They're not motivated by having your business and getting you into some sort of loan that the bank is trying to shove down your throat. They work for you. They're on salary. They don't get commissions from the banks. That's the key difference. Family-owned and operated. They'll serve you coast-to-coast. They have you covered at American Financing. Go to AmericanFinancing.net or call 800-906-2440. It's AmericanFinancing.net. All right, Glenn. So Jeffrey Epstein apparently... I didn't see this coming. Committed suicide. No one did. Committed suicide. I want to show you something. I want to show you. Now, there's there's a lot of people that uh, wanted to see him dead. Okay, and we can go on that list. But I thought it would be easier to show you uh, this picture. Do we have the picture? Do we have? Do we have? Yeah. Okay. This is Jeb. Uh, he's from Nebraska. Okay. He's the one guy that didn't have anything to do with Jeffrey Epstein and didn't care. <laughs> uh, he's the only one. Uh, so, I mean, the number of people that wanted this guy dead. Is, is the biggest number, I mean, since Jeffrey Dahmer, do you know anybody that was this unpopular <laughs> and, uh, and with everybody? And then on top of it, I don't know of anyone, except maybe Guy Fox that had more people of power wanting him dead. And we're surprised? My wife, I, I land on, uh, on, at the airport on Saturday afternoon, and I'd been on the plane for like 16 hours or so. And I said, what's been happening? And she said, Jeffrey Epstein committed suicide. And I said, no. It took, him, <laughs> it took them this long to kill him. It took him this long to kill himself. Uh, there's a lot of weird things about it. But uh, the speculation on who done it, I mean, let's leave it to Clue. Let's leave it to the game, Clue. I mean, so you're not a, a believer in the uh, hashtag Clinton body count. No. I've got no. look. I know. I've got all these names about, that are totally sourced. There's four hundred. <laughs> there's at least four hundred people the Clintons have had killed. 
And you know, there's 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 things in there that you're like, wow, that I mean, maybe you look into that one, but I think people have. Yeah. And so there's nothing to the the Clinton, at least in my opinion, nothing to the Clinton body count thing. But as Pat said, I'm willing mm-hmm. to accept that the Clintons didn't have Jeffrey Epstein killed. But you could say that about a hundred people. This is every. When he went in, remember I said, this is like, what's his face, uh, Whitey, whatever that Whitey guy's Bulger. name. Yeah. Whitey Bulger, when he got shivved, when he went to prison. Nobody surprised on that. What no a surprise. <laughs> this is a guy who was a pedophile, child molesting uh, pervert that was hanging out with all the most powerful people in the world. You're surprised? I'm surprised it just didn't happen with a shiv. Yeah, still. Um, You're not. You are not on the conspiracy theory train. Uh, no, I am. Uh, I'm not. Uh, I, no, wait, I wait, wait. Like, can we? I, mm-hmm. Can we change? Can we? Can we clarify one thing? Mm-hmm. I'm not on that train, but I wouldn't be surprised if someone, if you had evidence mm-hmm. that someone had him killed. It wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, the greatest. But thing there's about, no evidence, about, right? The yeah, greatest thing about forming an opinion on a topic is uh, you can always wait for evidence. You don't have to judge it. To, right. Like, right. Maybe right. we just see what the investigation says. Right. I mean, it's everyone's an awful like, long time, oh, it's all about the Clintons, and the, yeah, I know. <laughs> And the Clintons are like, you know, Trump's tweeting about them. Well, Trump has a little bit of something to say about what gets investigated and how it gets investigated, doesn't he? He is the president of the United States. So if there's something there, I feel like there's a good chance, you know, Trump uh, may be able to finagle a way to find out about it. And, you know, the guy's dead. So we really it's not like there's like an an urgent deadline here. Let's just look at the facts and see what it comes back as. I mean, I know it's not as fun. It's Prince Andrew. uh, But it was Prince. I know it was Prince Andrew. (laughs) Just look at him. And I would like to say, uh, you know, Trump did retweet uh, our friend Terrence Williams. I like that Uh, Terrence got the the and it. it. I mean, it was a funny video. Um, But I think we can all agree at this table. Poor taste to retweet something like that as the president. Aaron, it's odd. It's probably not helpful to uh-huh. do that. I think Aaron, it's that was smart. that was very uh, that's a hot that take was, right there. That was a very political no, answer. It's really. But I mean, the thing, the thing that fuels these conspiracies is the, the unanswered questions. So let's just wait and get the answers. Let's figure out what are these irregularities that I think uh, Attorney General Barr talked about, and then we won't have to worry about these so much. I mean, there's always going to be people that believe the uh, the 400 person list that you have there. <laughs> let, me, let me let me let me let me say let me say this. There's. Two reasons why this was tweeted by Donald Trump. One, it's it, it's funny and everybody was thinking about it. And, and that's what everybody on the left was thinking. Donald Trump had this guy killed on the right. Everyone was thinking oh, it's the Clintons. It, it, he is known for saying what people are thinking, whether you agree with him or not. That's what he says. So that's one reason why he tweeted it. It's perfectly in character. The other is he was throwing everybody off the trail (laughs) because he did it. This is what you'll hear from the left. Because he did it and he knew all about it. So what he did is he immediately said, look over there so he could hide everything. This is a, a great example of like tribal politics, though, isn't it? I mean, it's like, you know, there is just as much a reason to believe that Donald Trump would have something to do with this than Bill Clinton. Right. I mean, like the, the, the left has had these Trump Epstein conspiracy theories for a very long time as well. And theirs has to do with the guy who gave Epstein the sweetheart deal was inexplicably hired as the labor secretary of the United States. Mm-hmm. Uh, like no one looks at Acasso's like, oh, there's a labor secretary. What was he doing? He was a prosecutor. What was he doing? 
he was a district attorney in Miami. Oh, that's the perfect role for a labor secretary. That was a bizarre choice at the beginning. And of course, they make it out to seem like it's a big conspiracy, right? Like, and, you know, of course, obviously, the Clinton one was already built in from, I believe, about 50 percent of all Internet traffic in 1996 was the Clinton body count being passed around uh, by email. Uh, so the thing has been around for a long time. I mean, you go back to that, you know, Ken Starr looked into a lot of those things. Ken Starr, the guy who got Bill Clinton impeached, and he found nothing uh, when it came to those things. I mean, he had a kind of a motivation, which shows that he would be critical of, of Clinton if given the opportunity, and even he found so nothing. he'd have you think. Mm-hmm. Right, yes, there you go. Maybe he mm-hmm. was tied into mm-hmm. it, too. Who knows? Everybody's going to see what they want to see in this mm-hmm. one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and you know what's weird is I don't see Donald Trump or Bill Clinton knowingly having sex with a sex slave of 16 years old. Really? Okay. No. I don't, I don't see either wow, one of them doing endorsement. Huh. Yeah, yeah. But we're, we're willing to not only say that about another human being, we're also saying, and then he had the guy killed. <laughs> like, I mean, it's, it's I mean let's look at where is. we're at yeah. as people. But okay, so okay, you don't even out. think. But you don't even think that it was any sort of deep state. Any like you don't even think it was. It was a someone in position, uh, in a position of power higher than the Clintons. You just think it was just whoever say, it was. Let me, at the let me give you. Let me give you this scenario. <laughs> it's a, we're I just, uh, yeah, I we're just you're totally assuming he's murdered, and we're, now we're just only assuming yeah, on yes, who murdered. Him. Yes, okay, that's so, where we're so at. Let me give you this. <laughs> if I were trying to destroy the United States of America. I would probably have just as much reason to have that guy killed because of this, mm-hmm. because it shows don't trust anyone. You can't trust the jail system. You can't trust the FBI. You can't trust the Justice Department. You can't trust the president. You can't trust former presidents. You can't trust anyone. Well, that is the recipe that if I was an anarchist, I would be praying for. Mm-hmm. Why is no one saying, you know what, could be the socialist anarchists? Why not? They had just as much reason to do it if anybody did it. it this is ridiculous and harmful to speculate on. What if it was Russia, though? <laughs> <laughs> then, then the left will definitely believe it. Uh, Russia is a good example. Yeah. Putin is a guy who does kill people, okay? Oh, yeah. He could have done something like this. I, I don't want to say that our prisons could be knowingly co-opted by Russia, but it's just as plausible. <laughs> I mean, look, the, we don't know what it is yet. And, and I, honestly, like, would I be stunned? If I, I mean, there's a lot of weird circumstances around this. How they didn't think it was a good idea to keep him under 24-hour surveillance is in completely inexplicable and, and, and does lead any normal, rational person to ask questions about this particular yeah. thing. But we're going to have an investigation. We'll see what comes out, and then we'll be able to judge it with a little bit more information. But just to take for, I know this is an outlying example here, uh, Sarah, uh, but let's just say crazily he actually hung himself because he didn't like the outlook of his life considering he had molested like hundreds of women who was going to be in jail and God only knows what was going to happen to him every time he went to take a shower for the next 30 years of his life. Let's just say he killed himself. Incompetence breeds these freaking theories. Mm-hmm. It's incompetence. Like that, the fact that five or six things had to be so incompetently done that the average normal person is questioning what the hell happened there. Of course people are going to fill in these things with conspiracy theories. And I think like... You know, it's it's a nice you know it's a nice advertisement to maybe attempt to do these things competently. Really, like think about what's going on here, because any idiot knew the guy's already been in suicide watch. He already tried to hang himself reportedly, 
and now this can happen? I mean, it's, it's unfair to the victims. It's unfair to the justice system. Uh, you know, and now the one person who's, you know, who's gone and doesn't have to deal with it anymore is the one person Jeffrey who Dummer. should be dealing with Jeffrey it. Jeffrey Dummer, everyone knew he was a target in jail. They had him in extra custody for a very long time. I think while he was, you know, while they shivved him. Same thing with Whitey. You didn't know that Whitey was going to be shivved? Of course he was going to be shivved. Mm. Happened there. It happens. Mm-hmm. It happens. Yeah. All right. Back in a minute. Maybe we killed him. <laughs> and we're covering it up right now with this broadcast. That was the point. Uh, the Democrats spent a lot of time this weekend in Iowa uh, giving their speeches, talking to all of the people. Trying to make sure they were seen someplace so they couldn't be tracked back to Epstein. It's <laughs> true. Didn't know it. They don't know anything about it. I, right? was, I was in Iowa at the fair. <laughs> <laughs> uh, a lot of their speeches, of course, focused a lot on gun control. Let's watch. Senator Sanders, if elected president of the United States, how will you prioritize Gun safety and your administration. <laughs> I love that he stands up. Let me begin by thanking you, Jobanya. John, thank you for the work you're doing. And thank everybody for your yes. efforts <laughs> in taking on one of the most dangerous Get to it. and powerful political organizations <laughs> in this country, and that is the NRA. Oh, My party's mm, got to get out of mm, the defensive mm. crouch that has us thinking that we're in the minority on these issues. America is with us in demanding common sense gun safety. Universal background checks? 94, I've never heard of an issue that 94% of Americans agree on. How would you address unintentional shootings by children? Thank you for that. Can I give you a hug? Is that be appropriate? Would that be appropriate? Uh, at least he's asking for I have consent. a six and three year old boy. I was imagining, I was imagining it was one of them that got shot and the I other side. <laughs> I'm so sorry. When there's a gun in the household, you're more likely to have a child get shot or the owner get shot than to kill, let's say, an intruder into the house. Those are just numbers. Um, Those are just numbers. 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 I will give you that. He he is a math guy. Yeah. He's a guy that sells the hats with math on it. Can I give you some other numbers? Please. Pull pull these numbers up, please. I want to show you some other, what we used to call facts. In an average year in the U.S., there are just over 31,000 homicides, suicides, or accidental shootings in the U.S., resulting of around 15,000 deaths per year. This is from the Journal of Criminal Law, by the way, and a CDC uh, stat. However, private citizens use firearms for self-defense between 800,000 and 2.5 million times a year. Wow. Huh. Of the defensive gun uses by private citizens in the U.S. every year, between 80,000 and 200,000 of those involve women using a firearm to defend herself from a sexual assault. Uh, According to the European Commission report, despite having some of the most restrictive firearm laws among Western democracies, the United Kingdom has a violent crime rate that is more than four times that of the U.S. The U.K. population suffers 2,034 violent crimes for every 100,000 citizens. In the U.S., we only endure 466 per 100,000. 
During mass shooting events in the U.S., the average number of deaths when the police end the mass shooting is 14.3. However, the average number of dead when a private citizen with a gun ends the mass shooting is 2.3. So if you're waiting for the police to arrive to stop a mass shooter, six times more people will die. What the hell are we doing? Mm -hmm. Police officers from federal to local levels kill an average of 606 criminals per year. Private citizens using firearms in self-defense kill 1,527. So it's over twice the amount killed by people using a firearm in self-defense. How come we don't hear those stories? How come we all know how many people the police kill? If I would have said it was 600 people a year, no one would believe you. No one would believe you that it was 600 people a year. Okay? That's amazing in a country of 330 million people. But more than twice that number are killed by private citizens in self-defense. And you don't hear anything about that. Why is that? Because they're skewing all of the numbers. When they talk about 250 mass shootings in America... Mass shootings now are defined by those on the uber left as as 2.3 people killed. Okay, so that is you and someone else. uh, And this is injured or killed. If I shoot you and myself two or more. That's mass shooting. No, that's. A duel. Uh, that's a drug deal gone bad. That is a lot of a lot of different things. They're claiming it's white supremacy. Well, if you look at the 250 shootings, about 80 percent of those shootings are are Hispanic or black in crime in gangs. Okay, it's gang crime. 80 percent of that. If you want to say it's white supremacy. Well, let's look at the mass shootings. When you think of mass shootings, you think of like 10 people or more, right? Not two. Mass shootings. You look at those, that's not, that number now is down to six. And half of those, three, are per- perpetrated by a minority. So where is the white supremacy thing? Where is all of this coming? If you want to talk about a country being angry at each other over race, oh, that's happening. And we keep picking at the scab. We're not, nobody's looking to heal that. We're picking at the scab. And when you have a media and everyone else so determined to paint the white man or the black man as the bad guy all the time, you're going you're gonna to stir up more and more anger. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that you are not in favor of these red flag laws oh being loaded. It is the beginning of the end. It's the beginning of the end. Has anybody been divorced in the audience? Uh, Out of the people who have been divorced, do you know anybody who's been divorced and has a vindictive Mm. ex or a vindictive family? Always believe believe all women. Does anyone? Yeah. (laughs) What are you trying to say? It's the woman (laughs) Mm -hmm. who's the vindictive one. Right. Does anyone? (laughs) Does anyone know of a family member who they just can't speak to anymore because you're a supporter of Trump? Or you're not a supporter of Trump. But in this case, you're a supporter of Trump. They can't speak to you. And the fact that you have a gun proves to them that you are unhinged. Now, that person in your own family or that person in your ex's family or your ex can call and say, hey, by the way, I think they're unhinged. I think they should not have a gun. 
You now are red flagged and forever that will be on your record. That's America. That's justice. That's what the GOP stands for. Drop the P and just go. Go away from the Republicans. Get as far away from them as you can. Aaron, your reaction to the, uh, the Democrats talking points on guns. One thing you see, and it's similar with gun control, it's similar with abortion, is these talking points rely on being unclear about terminology and what it means. So you say mass shooting. Does that mean two people? Does that mean ten people? Right. You say, you know, assault, assault, assault weapons. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? And so it relies on these terms that spark emotion, but they don't really mean anything. So you don't really have to back it up. You don't really have to defend it. It's hard to pin it down and attack it. And that's why it's important for us when we're reporting on these things and talking about these things. We have to be specific. We have to be clear in our rebuttals of these things to educate people to let them know that these narratives about mass shootings are not accurate because they don't include gang violence. They don't include the shootings that are happening every single weekend in multiple cities around the country. That nobody seems to care about. Yeah. Rarely. Yeah. Yeah. And these things are being used to infringe on rights Mm -hmm. with things like potential red flag laws that, like you said, Republicans are even starting to sort of show support for whether that's based on emotion, politics, or whatever the case may be in the wake of these mass shootings. But we can't let these decisions be made about infringing constitutional rights come from unclear terms, vague terms that don't really mean anything. I had a problem with Donald Trump when he was running, and he said, I alone, I am the only one that can fix these problems. I thought that was a little arrogant. Well, now, Uh, what set you off on that? Because I don't pick it up at all. Right. So (laughs) Elizabeth Warren came out with a policy who said uh, that says that she will stop 80% of the shootings and the shooting deaths 80% by using her tax policies are you want to talk about arrogance that's either unhinged arrogance or just unhinged. It's a freaking but weird mass shooter who's like, I was going to kill a bunch of people, but the tax on those right. bullets yes, are just too, it's too high. It's too high. My convictions are done. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was going to let them all live their lives now. <laughs> that is a bizarre, nonsensical thing. I, mean, some, I can't remember which paper it was. The Times, the Post did a thing on, where they said, since 1965, here's all the list of all the people who died. And they gave this really long list. And obviously, it was just a show like, we won't do anything. We won't take action. All these mass shootings keep happening. And when you break it down to their, their, own, their own numbers, it, it's, I think it's 22 people per year die in mass shootings. Look, I want that number to be zero, just like anything else. But like in a country of 330 million people, how are you going to micromanage a situation Stu. where one person dies every Stu. other week? Stu. It's impossible. this problem in Australia. Yeah, well, they do. And they, you want to go through those ratios, we can do all that. But like... It's no, not. I have to, to tell to you. I have to. Well, I've, I got a lot to say about Australia and their freaking gun control. Ooh, all right. Yeah. Back in a minute. We didn't even need to show up today. We just let him go. <laughs> just let him go. He's here. He has, he's been off for two weeks. He's he got excited to, to be back. All right, we've got a lot more to come in overtime. Glenn apparently has some oh, stuff I've to share. Oh, I've got some things to say. <laughs> yeah. About Australia. Yeah, and the gun control thing. Yes, so we've got a lot more to come. Also, uh, new rules under the Trump administration is going to further restrict legal immigration. He's getting a lot of heat for this. I really want to get, uh, gentlemen, yeah. your take on, on this new rule. And Jessica Yaniv. We've got oh, to talk about her. Started. We've got to talk about her. No, I am going to get you started, Glenn. That's yeah, what I'm no, going to do. She, she has a penis and a period, apparently. <laughs> you should see a doctor. That sounds awful. <laughs> that sounds a lot more to come. BlazeTV.com. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze TV subscribers. Not a subscriber? Start your free trial at blazetv.com. Glenn, we were just discussing uh, the Democrats' plans for gun control and uh, Elizabeth Warren's tax. Okay, I look, I'm not the sharpest knife in the drawer, and I admit that. But when I got to Sydney, Australia, it's on the other side of the earth, okay? It takes you 15 hours to fly, all right? Awful. 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 <laughs> Terrible. Um, you arrive there, and I don't know, I'm expecting to see something, okay? I want my 15 hours of flight to pay off. <laughs> I've seen the Opera House, seen it on TV, Seen it, I think, in movies. Seen pictures of it. Don't really, you know, never on my bucket list. Oh, I got to see the Sydney Opera House. If one more person told me, oh, if you go, you've got to see the Sydney Opera House. Don't you have anything else in your crappy country besides the Sydney? The answer is no. Okay. (laughs) I had to see a kangaroo at the zoo. They're they're not just. No. I had to see them at the zoo. I had to see a crocodile at the zoo. Apparently, you can be eaten by a shark. Not interested. It was even in their wintertime. Okay? When I got to the Sydney Opera House after two days of being in Australia, I was excited. Okay? That'll show you. It's the, Sydney is the size of, like, Pittsburgh. Okay? It's got three million people and no one living beyond it. The entire continent is 21 million people. To put that into perspective, New York City has 23 million in the metropolitan area. Wow. Okay? 23 million. There are more people living around the Statue of Liberty than that entire continent. Wow. Now, uh, I don't know about you, but why would we model our country, first of all, over a country that, you know, is, was put together by a bunch of convicts, uh, why would we why would we model our country after something that is the size of one of our big cities, one of our big cities? And they're all spread and out. And they're spread mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. over three quarters of the United States. That's insane. It's insane. We have to stop looking at these. You know, when I I drove to. I drove to where was it? Santa Fe, New Mexico, I think. And I was driving with a, uh, with a guy who's from Scotland. And, and he says to me, you know, we could have made five laps on all the highways from England, Scotland, um, uh, Ireland. We could have gone back and forth five times. We were in New Mexico. Who cares what they do in that little teeny country? It doesn't apply here. We are the most diverse country ever in the history of the world. We have gotten along. We're the only country. Think of what we had 100 years ago. Think about how many people were here 100 years ago. Think of now the population explosion. It's not because people were having sex a lot here. It's because people were coming here. Now think about us 100 years ago. Now think about places like Australia 100 years ago. It's practically the same thing. 
Nobody's going to Australia for the opportunity. You're going for the kangaroos and koalas, which you have to see in a freaking zoo. And the opera house, don't forget. And the opera house. I mean... Poor Australia. stop? No, you know, actually, <laughs> you know what's really strange? I would move there tomorrow. I really sincerely would move there tomorrow. And here's why. It's like America 1970. There was no, I, I didn't see any, any bar, any airport. Nowhere was there a TV with CNN or MSNBC or Fox News on. Nobody was watching the news. Mm. Okay, Nobody was watching the news. Still, the downtowns are like little downtowns. I mean, it's still a small, little, innocent country. I loved it. And I could deal with the socialism there because it ain't my country. You could screw it up all you want. I don't care. <laughs> you know, I don't want to see my country be destroyed. Somebody else's country, screw it up all you want. I'm just here for the water and the deadly jellyfish, strangely. Uh, at first you said there were no bars, and I thought you were just going to stop there. And I was going to say that doesn't <laughs> no, sound no, like a fun true. place no, at all. No, it's, <laughs> it's a really nice, it really is a nice place. Not worth a 15-hour flight, in my opinion, in the winter. If you're into the sea and being eaten by sharks or stung by deadly, deadly jellyfish, giant spiders as big as your head, have at it. Uh, but uh, No, not for me. Not for me. Uh, all right. So the Trump administration just announced today they are moving forward with um, one of their most aggressive steps to restrict legal immigration. So they are going to now this is going to take effect mid-October. They're going to deny green cards to legal migrants who use Medicaid food stamps, housing vouchers or vouchers or other forms of public assistance. This is not going to apply to, uh, I believe I read, pregnancy services, um, student loans or mortgage loans. So they're not going to hit people uh, on that if they apply for any of those things. But the rest of them, Doesn't make sense. they're going to deny yeah. green cards too. May I say, Please. again, in defense of Australia. So we're there, and I hate to beat on them because they've been better than anyone else in the world. You just taking. really didn't like the flight. That's essentially the like summary the of your analysis. I didn't like the flight, and it was the official uh, you know, Australian airline, Kiwanis, which they were all very nice. The food was great, blah, 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 blah. But it's 15 hours on a plane. Anyway, um, the, the Australians, I'm there with all these Yazidi families who have been reunited, and I can't meet with them because the Australian government won't let us meet until like 5 or 6 o'clock at night. Well, 5 or 6 o'clock at night, because of the time difference, is like 3 or 4 o'clock in the morning. And, so I, and I've got nothing to do because there's nothing to see there in the winter. And so I'm like, what time is it? Oh, Jesus, it's only 12. Okay, well, let's walk around the block some more. So I'm waiting and waiting and waiting. The reason why I'm having to wait for the Yazidis to come is because Australia gets it. Australia said, no, no, no. If you want to be an immigrant here, you have to go take English classes and classes on Australian culture for a year. And if you can't pass the basic English test after a year, you have to take it again. And if you still don't pass it, bye-bye, you're going home. Wow. When I asked one of the Australian officials, why do you do that? They said, because they would be slaves if they couldn't speak the language. How could they possibly navigate? Oh, what a novel concept. Still, your take on the, uh, the new rules. 
I mean, it seems to make sense, right? I, don't, I mean, the idea that you can come here illegally and take your first step into the country, which is a criminal act, and then take advantage of our welfare system. Seems no, but like, that's not. This is green legal card. as this well. Legal. Yeah, this is legal. This is okay. denying a green card to those who are seeking to become permanent residents. I don't like that. So I guess ideally, or, or, or okay, I should so say, I should say, technically, you could have someone who enters illegally, eventually. Get a green gets, yeah, eventually they get a legal, you know, means to be here and then get a green card. Technically, that could happen. If, sure, you were here, if you were here and you went through the process and you got a green card, even if you came here illegally, that was the law. Mm-hmm. We don't go back and change the law on people. Yeah. If you're here illegally, but you got you became legal through the green card system. That was the law. It's wrong to change it on people. It's wrong. So wait, it's people who have green cards. People no, who I don't are not. No, they're legal. They're legal residents, they're legal but they don't have their green card yet. Right. So they're here legally. Oh, okay. Okay. Status status. Or something I don't like, like it, but it's not immoral. I mean, I think it's just going to the. It's, it's moving forward and saying we don't have unlimited resources. Right. We don't have unlimited space, frankly. And so going forward, they're looking at it and saying, well, if you're going to be on welfare or if you're going to be on some of these benefits, it's going to cost yeah. money. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe there's a higher standard. to Every country I know, every country I know has standards, including Mexico. Mm-hmm. They have standards. Why are we the only country without standards for bringing people in? It's not wrong to say, hey, do you know something about this country? Why do you want to come here? Can you be stable economically yourself unless you're a refugee and you have a real problem? Look, can you do you can't depend on us. We can give you opportunity, but we're not going to give you free stuff. I don't think there's this, anything wrong with that. This does not apply to refugees or asylum seekers. Correct. So yeah. it's just going forward, people who are applying for a green card. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. It seems pretty rational to me. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, the idea that if you're, like, we should be selective, obviously with the exceptions, um, but be selective with people who are, if you're going to come here, you need to be able to pull your own weight. I, I mean, I don't think it's... I think that's a bad thing. I mean, just, this well, seems rational. Trump is already, you know, you can imagine the blowback that he's getting from the left, that sure. this is a racist policy, but it's like, if you've been given the opportunity to show that you can come to America and make something of yourself and contribute to society, and you are mm-hmm. now taking money from our programs instead of doing that. Yeah, I mean, frankly, we should be taking uh, off Americans from these the principles. Right, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> the principle itself is not new in terms of evaluating people who are applying for green cards. This is just specifying the rules, adding mm-hmm. some more conditions mm-hmm. to make it a more effective policy. So it's yeah. not like it's totally out of nowhere. Yeah. We don't have unlimited free stuff. You can have one or the other. You cannot have both. You cannot have a socialist nation and open borders. You can have open borders and no free stuff, or you can have free stuff and no open border. You cannot have both. Uh, Jessica Yaniv, the um, transgender woman, so born a man, the one... Sorry, what? That's a man. Okay. That's a man. Sorry. She's got the the unit below. Yes. She wanted her unit, her man unit shaved. Mm-hmm. Okay. Another Wax. woman said, uh, yeah, whatever. Another <laughs> woman said, I'm not touching that because that doesn't belong to no woman. Uh, and so <laughs> then this week, this weekend, she posts a picture of herself and she is lovely. <laughs> She's hot. Lovely. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... He writes, my period started, so 
so you could, yeah. yeah. So yeah, couldn't go to the pool, but it was so much fun. Forgot my tampons in my other bag. Okay, let me just dissect this. Okay. So uh, do is it usual for public pools to check when women are having their period and saying, hey, nobody with a period gets into the pool? No. Because I've never seen that. No. Here's the other thing that proves this person is a man. Have Has anyone within the sound of my voice ever, ever heard these, wo- these words come from a woman's mouth? Ah, uh, I just got my period and it was so much fun. <laughs> Never. I've never heard that from a woman. No woman ever says that. And the last thing, you just wanted your thing waxed. Where are you putting the tampons, dude? Do you really want the answer to that question? No, I really don't. I don't think our audience does either. If you're bleeding from that spot, you you should see a doctor. doctor. Spell that out for us, Clinton. The visuals I'm glad you got a little bit more in depth to like paint the picture so that people could really think about exactly what that was like. Well, thank you. You're welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Part of <that. laughs> yeah, I Now, I will say, Stu, I did mm-hmm. see even a lot of uh, the left responding to this tweet saying, <laughs> they're telling this guy at this point, they're like, could you please just stop? Yeah. Could you just stop? You're, well, you are hurting our cause. Could you please stop? Conservatives have, uh, they have their handful as well with bad representatives of their causes. Uh, and uh, this is, I'm sure they feel this way about, about <laughs> this particular Jessica. The Clintons really wanted to send a message. They should have put he, her in the cell with Jeffrey Epstein. That would have showed him. Maybe she killed Epstein. We don't know that. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know anything for sure. Can you we just do say that we don't know. And she had something going on with blood. There we go. Um, okay, before we go, really quickly, Stu, I know that we talked about the movie The Hunt. Yes. On Friday. Yes. News came up. They're pulling the movie. We were able to sad? stop that big piece of right-wing propaganda from hitting theaters. So I'm glad we were able to do that. Good job, everybody. Fox News, Trump on the right. Good, good work on that I'm one. I'm really bummed. I got a call from uh, uh, Jason Blum from Blumhouse uh-huh. who made the movie. And I like Jason a lot. And I'm bummed because I was in Australia and I didn't get a chance to talk to him about it. Because I really would like to understand... It, wasn't this good for, I mean, it's horrible timing. Mm-hmm. I don't want movies made about killing people, but this is one where the red staters were the good guys. All right, you're not rooting right? for the people. You're not rooting movies. for the people being shot. Yeah, the framing I mean, is very clear in the trailer. For the people shooting. Yeah. yeah. I think, look, the bottom line is I think there's, a, uh, there's an issue here with all the recent violence. Like, sure. running those ads right now is impossible. Hard. So you're that far, you're close enough to the movie actually being released. How do you ramp up the production? I mean, it, you know, I mean, I, I don't know how much the whole right wing criticism of it, which I really don't understand. I don't know how much that played into it. But I mean, yeah, I think they were at that level of like, you know, they you can't it's tough to put violent imagery on the TV right now. So, I, I mean, I understand it. It's just I, I hope that they don't fold completely on it. Yeah. I mean, I don't like telling people what they can and cannot watch and cannot produce. I don't like that at all. Yeah. Period. I don't like censorship. Common sense would be nice from time to time, but... What, I'm sorry, what? Happen. What is that? Yeah, I know, a lot of people don't have it. A lot of people don't have it. <laughs> Aaron, last I was going to say, I think it's still supposed to be released. I mean, That's far fewer saying, people yeah. will watch it, but... I don't know. I mean, I think I, if it comes out, it could, it could get some 
you know, I mean, honestly, like if they have to downplay the politics of it. Like that's that's half the fun, right? Like I mean, it's again, it's a it's a fan, it's a ridiculous, you know, like premise that like isn't happening. So we should all understand, just like Darth Vader isn't real. Like like these are these are movies. But they want it to happen still. I don't think so. They want to have all the liberals lose. Like why would they want that? I don't understand. Like this. It's such don't a spoil weird. the movie. Have you seen it? <laughs> no, but I mean, still. I mean, Isn't this the same thing with what was the movie that came out uh, that was the white liberal family that was. Yeah, Get Out. Get we out. talked about Get that. Out. That yeah. was Blumhouse this as well. This looked a little bit like that in the trailer in terms of the tone. And yeah, the way I mean, like, I mean, this is a look, you know, as Jason is, Blum is not a, you know, no not conservative, a, but like, this is, a, this is a, a studio that has consistently been able to put out things that actually, like, should please. I mean, it was a criticism of white liberals get out. And it's like, you know, they, it was nominated for best picture. They got a picture about white liberals being racist. Uh, nominated for, nominated best, for picture. best picture. And we're going, oh, you stop that, darn it. Like, I just don't even understand it. It's <laughs> like, either. you know, and everyone, you know, like, this is, I guess, what you have to do at this point. You just have to get fired up by every one of these things every day, you know. Yeah. Unfortunate. Uh, all right. Let's see. Friday's poll question. So we did. This is where we did the experiment. Oh, I'm excited about this. Yeah, so you're oh, going to see the see results. This. No. Oh, I don't know. So Wednesday's hopeful. hopeful. Wednesday's poll was what we did without the word Trump in there. Right. <laughs> so we did our red flag laws, a good way to prevent future mass shootings. Uh-huh. Which, of course, was what President Trump proposed. But 79% said no. They right. still said no. So Friday, we did the poll and we said, are Donald wow. Trump's red flag laws a good way to prevent f- future mass shootings? 81% wow. said no still. Wow, so that's very encouraging. Down. I mean, it was, it's close, but statistically, uh, you know, probably tied. But it's actually down, down on the, the people support. who said, Some, I support it. It's very encouraging. Yeah. yeah. Um, so there's two things. We can either be encouraged by it, and I, I'm willing to accept that one on this, and I just that the audience yes. is like, you I know. Want to. The only or, other thing is we did very much explain this so that most of the people <laughs> in the poll were just people who were listening to the show. You don't and know that. Prove it. I don't. This was a no, very scientific but I'm willing poll, to accept so the better. I just say nobody was watching. Nobody was watching, and uh, I'm, I'm fine with that. That's, that's, that. that's a much better explanation. No, I'm willing to say that for the, as opposed to Oh, jeez, no, I mean, like, we, no, we're but, surrounded by... But, you know what, I will say, we need to continue this experiment because I do think, as we just discussed on the show, the Second Amendment is something that even hardcore Trump supporters are saying, you can't oh, do no, that, it's that's too far, right? Like, we, t- we talked to David Harris, mm-hmm. and David Harris's, uh, you know, su- support or fans were saying the same thing. It's just like, we love Trump, but and it's not, this is it's, too far. Right, and it's not that um, that people will... Um, go vote for Bernie Sanders. Right. Mm-hmm. They're just not going to be excited about voting for Donald Trump, and that will kill him. He will lose the election. If he's not careful, he could lose the election just on floating this very much longer. Because what I think of is, wait, he wants to do this now because he thinks the poll numbers are good. What happens when he doesn't care about re-election mm-hmm. and the poll numbers are even better? Yeah. Does he do that, and can you change his mind? I mean, he he better put this one back away. Put it away. Yeah. Uh, today's poll, mm, our social team is a, a fan of the conspiracy theory. Do you believe Jeffrey Epstein killed himself, or are you suspicious that there's more to the story? That's, that's, I mean, that's, that's a fair question. Yeah, that's, not, that's not like Bill Clinton is responsible. That's right. uh, Look, it does seem like. It's a weird enough situation. That's a totally rational question to ask. But, I mean, you know, again, we can wait for evidence on it. Yeah. Aaron, what do you think? 
I think I that I have no knowledge of anything that the Clintons <laughs> have ever done wrong. Um, <laughs> I love them. I mean, I've, Hill, I've thought about voting for them. <laughs> yeah, the, <laughs> I think Chelsea did it. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Last one you'd expect. That is a hot take. Whoa. Yeah. That's the, Whoa. I, I can, only, I can light the internet on fire with that one today. I'm going to do a full conspiracy theory. Do you have a hashtag stew. for that? Yeah. Uh, yeah no, I'm going to come up with one. Okay. I like it. So uh, he'll come up with one at World of Stew. Stay tuned for that. Mm. Let us know what you think at The Blaze's Twitter. That is at The Blaze. Glenn, we're so glad that you're back. I'm happy to be Could back. Could you stay back this time? I'm going to stay back. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to stay right, back. Good. All right. Thanks for tuning so in. We'll see you tomorrow. Teacher. Glenn's going to stay back. <laughs> you were 18 at the time of this yeah. That was us. Like, yeah. Thanks for listening to the News and Why It Matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.